Welcome to the App Ray, the podcast that brings you your weekly, or thereabouts, hit of wintry loveliness. Oh. Uh, we're on our log cabin podcast studio as usual, but guys, it's been upgraded with a brand new feature. Okay, Ooh. stop it. Yeah, Van right. Rouge on tap. No, uh, no, Van Rouge. Mutzig, a self-fulfilling no. Mutzig barrel of beer. No, better, better than that. Boot heaters, better than that. This waxing l- station, no. snowboard wax station. No, this that's log cabin, I be right? For that. Would you not? <laughs> Ah, do you know what? How often do you wax your snowboard? No, I'd be fine with waxing seriously. station, but round show on taps surely better than waxing station. That's true. Okay, That's okay. Sorry, all right, all right. I mean, on, you're ruining my big moment. I will. I'll look into van show on tap. Okay, but instead, this log yeah. cabin can now travel. Oh, what? yeah. What like uh, so? What so we can mean? go where the snow is good. We can go anywhere in the world. So every week, I am going to take yeah. us to a brand new ski resort. Now, oh, only, we don't only we don't I'm going to know. Okay, you, you choose, you choose. You don't yeah. choose. No, only I'm <laughs> going to know where we're going. You two don't. So, right, we're at this one now. We're at the ski resort this this week. Come with yeah. me to the window. Come with me oh, to yeah, the window. Yeah. Okay. okay, and, yeah, and, yeah. and, and the game is this. This will happen every oh, week. Oh, right? it's nice. It's lovely, isn't it? I'm going to point mm. to a few things out the window. I'm going to point them out. Mm. And then you two, based on what I tell you what's out the window or what we can see... Stop it. Stop it. This is a game, isn't it? This is a game. <laughs> what? what? I love a game. I, I don't love know. a game. <laughs> All right, come on. Come on. This is just I love a, it. not necessarily a game. We're just going to... I'm just going to look out the window and then you guys, you just got to figure out where we are. And, and, oh, it's uh, a game. Oh, it's a game. Yeah. You know me so well. <laughs> you know I me so or, well. I may or may not... I may or may not keep score. Okay. Okay. Oh, right, so no, 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 no. Are we, <laughs> are we working together, though? Yeah, can we, we work together? We, it's kind of me together. and Jenny versus you. Right, yeah, Jenny yeah, versus yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, 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 whoever, yeah. Sh- whoever, whoever shouts out the resort name first, I okay. might give them a point on a piece of paper oh. that I'll keep. In the log cabin, okay. We'll just have a little tally Jenny's chart. Been to next way to the more resorts than me, though. Well, okay, okay. okay. So have a look. So if you have a look over there, guys, you see that? Well, there's a there's a car four for a start. That's nice. Oh, one of them. Car four. Yeah, got one of I them. Know, I know oh. which country we're in. Yeah. Hang on, Anna La Poste. Never use them, though, do we? Never use them. But there's one. Not anymore. Unless, unless you send in a postcard. Uh, what else we got? Oh, over there. Look at that. There's some penguins over there, but they're. Uh, that's weird. They're dressed as ice hockey players. That's odd, isn't it? We're in Morzine! We're Morzine. in Morzine! Oh, oh, I did that yes. first! I said that first! No way! I said that first! Do you know what? Wait, I'm the independent adjudicator here, okay? I think it was a joint win for the first one. Well yeah. done, both of you. Well done. I think it we was are, a joint win. We're in Morzine, home to around 3,000 people. Obviously, it swells in the summer, doesn't it? Uh, it's yes. home to the Morzine of Oriaz Penguins, the ice hockey team, which are based out in Morzine. It's got a ski area, which has got 120 kilometres of marked runs. That includes 71 runs, 47 lifts and 15 fun runs. Uh, it's also hosted the Tour de France several times. Did you guys know yeah. that? It has in the summer, yeah. yeah, yeah. In fact, facts about the Tour de France coming through Morzine, I might be corrected here, and in fact, podcast fans do let us know, it's always rained, doesn't it? It's only ever rained when the Tour de France has come through. Don't no, know. I don't, don't know. I just no, know. I just know that it's one of the steepest gradients in the Alps. It's a ten percent gradient, which I don't really know what that means. But whatever. So I've cycled some of the hills around there, like just one the oneers, so not the whole lot they do, just the oneers, and yeah, it's pretty steep. But my 
my brother took his kids, who are, bear in mind, are like 11, 13 and 14, okay, and made them cycle (laughs) (laughs) coals. They cycled up the whole coal. And they, I mean, they all managed it, but there were some serious tears. I was like, jeez. Oh, I bet there was. Yeah. Guess where are we going on holiday this summer, kids? Oh, oh, we're going to Disneyland. <laughs> we're going to France. Yes, Disneyland Paris. No, there's a P in it. <laughs> there's a P in it, though. Oh, no. Got it. Oh, but no, you both, but you I, both I, do you both know Morzine quite well, then, Jenny? Have you, like, have you been there a few times? Yeah, or? I've done a few seasons well. there with the girls, yeah. with my gang. Yeah. What's um, your top back, tips then? Come on. What's what's like? Where, where's where where sh- where should we go? Where should we visit when we're here? But that's also where I was like two, three weeks ago. Remember when I was recording the other podcast? Well, you're uh, back re- now. Recording the other day. Yeah. What? What? I'm not back. I'm back in another place now in France. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're technically um, in Morzine. Yeah. Technically, you're in Morzine. Oh yeah. Don't sorry, we're back. Remember. Don't, pot- don't sorry, shatter sorry. the illusion. <laughs> Sorry. Cabins in Wall Well, we should. I should take you guys to the microbrewery for a beer, the Beckjohn. Oh, Very yeah. nice. Yeah, mm. Yellow Bird. Because um, we've arrived in the evening, haven't we? So, uh, yeah, why not? Let's do that. <laughs> yeah. We can bend time to our will. <laughs> Tie every whim. It can no, be morning in three we'll seconds. Save that. We'll no, save that for right. when the guest goes to Apre off the chair. Yeah, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what else. Where else, Tim? You know Morzine really well. Yeah, I did four seasons in Morzine, but do you know what? It's funny how it what that was about thirty nine thousand years ago though that I did mm. seasons. When did I? My last season was in two thousand and six. Um, so yeah, in, nearly twenty years ago. Oh my god, that is frightening, isn't it? Seventeen years ago. <laughs> Um, but yeah, what an amazing place! And actually, I know the char- the town has changed dramatically since I was well. I, I was there. I went there two seasons ago. But um, like Jenny says, loads of good places to go for beers down in in Morzine. If you've never been to Morzine Avoriaz, you've got Morzine, which is the town down in the valley, and then Avoriaz is up at the top. It's like the you've probably seen the pictures of it and all the the concretey buildings up in the up on the cliffs there. Um, and that's where a lot of people ride up on that side. <gasps> Hideout um, is a great place to go and eat. Hideout, I totally yes. recommend that. I loved it. And the Grange or La Grange, maybe it's how you say it. Yeah, Lagrange. those are basic. Then, like you was like Tim was saying, on the other side, slightly on the other side, so you can go up um, Neon and Leger and Montcherie, oh, yeah, Point the, de Leon. that side. Neon, Point de Neon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah on that side. So I love but only when the, when the snow, because the, the snow's been um, pretty bad, hasn't it? And, of course, mine and Jenny's favourite, many a night crawling out of the cavern. So uh, big up to the cavern crew uh, in town. If you want a few beers and you want to get monging, then just get in there and just... Yeah. Well, we're here, yeah. home. Uh, it, you know, our home for the next uh, forty-five, fifty minutes. So, uh, you know, lap it all up, lap it all up, feet by the fire. Yeah, let's do it. Do you want to hear some news? Breaking news right in now is yeah, that Charlotte Banks Brown has just won the. Uh, well, she's not Charlotte Banks Brown anymore, is he? Charlotte Banks has just won the border cross in Levan in Spain. <laughs> Yay! Well done, Charlotte. Brown. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Well done, well yeah. done. Good stuff. After good winning stuff. that gold medal at the World Champs a couple of weeks ago, she's. Uh, I've just checked. It's just good. hot off the press. That is That's hot off the press. Uh, mm. I've, um, oh dear. Yeah. 
I was a bit, I was a little bit down when I started on this podcast. And honestly, I'm so much cheerier already. Thanks, guys. Oh, oh that's oh, warmed, that has warmed my cockles. <laughs> you know when people say that, it's warmed my cockles, which it genu- genuinely has, Jenny. Like, oh, but, what's that well, saying? What are they you talking what about? Mean? Oh, I thought you were going to tell us, like you knew. No, I don't know. I don't know. No Googling, warmed but what do you cockles. think? Warms yeah. the cockles. Who's got well, cockles? Well, well cockles like are like a muscle, muscle on there that you pick in... Yeah. Yeah, so, but who's keeping them, like, in there, like, it's warmed my cockles. Warmed, it's warmed them. The anyway, my cockles are warmed. The seashells, the seashells, the seashells on the seashore, maybe. maybe. I, I, I mean, I digress, but I, I'm pleased that you're feeling better. You know, that's all we okay. need to do is to make you feel better. Uh, Tim, you got any news this week? Have you got any news apart from the hot off the press news? Would you like the news um, tune? Are you having the news tune for the news? Are you going to have the news tune for the no, news we're not. this week? No, oh, no, oh, I haven't got okay. enough news. There's not enough news for the news tune. Um, did, did, oh. have, I, have I mentioned catching up on Natural Selection, getting back, that finished? T- Travis Rice won that. <laughs> Zoe Sadowski-Sinnott won the women's... Oh, stop it, stop Fixed. it. Fixed. Have I spoke to you as well no, since we did the World it's Champs? Not, if you saw that... I'm if you joking. saw Travis's line, though... <laughs> oh, my No, I know, I know, but yes, it, is that kind of, it, yes. it is that kind of thing, isn't it, where it's like, you know, I mean, he is, he is natural know. selection. So then it's a bit like, yeah, he... Of, of course, I'm not... Can I just say, I am not suggesting that natural selection is fixed. All I am saying is, oh, come on, let somebody else win. Come on. No, but I, there's, there's, there is... Matt, I'm, gonna, I'm the voice of the people on this podcast. I'm not afraid to put my foot down here. I'm going to say what everybody in the pub's thinking. He shouldn't have got past Dustin Craven. Oh, yeah, I suppose... Oh, you mean Dustin before Craven that? Was, yeah. Yeah, sorry, before sorry. That, he Billy, deservedly but... won all the battles yes. after that, but I don't think he should have got past Dustin Craven. I, I, um, I so, um, Trav, Trav if you want to come on and chat to us about it, if you want to come and chat to us about it, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> Please don't come on the podcast and chat to us about it. Yes. I'd literally turn into a quivering wreck if he appeared on this podcast. Hey, um, but no, um, it is amazing. And exa- going back to what Jenny said, and actually, if you if you don't know what we're talking about, the Natural Selection Sorry. Tour is a backcountry freestyle tour. It's put on by uh, Travis Rice, Liam Griffin, and it's essentially... I would argue the gnarliest snowboard contest around at the moment. They take eight of the world's very best backcountry snowboarders. They send them down this... Well, the face that they chose was ridiculous in the backcountry of Revelstoke, never been ridden before. Um, and like Jenny said, the, the terrain and the lines that these guys and girls were doing was nothing short of miraculous. So uh, well worth a watch. You can catch up at naturalselectiontour.com. Link in the show notes. Link in the show notes. <laughs> oh, hang on, though. Um... Um, you know the little, you know the fun, I'd say little, they're not little, but you know the lovely voice <laughs> notes that you guys get. Have you had any more ah, of those? I like have them. Have we? Have we, oh, Ollie? Go on, who's got one? We have. have I don't know, one? have we, Ollie? Have we, we have. Ollie? I was we literally asking. Oh, right. no, we... I was asking Ollie if we've had any in a, in a way that made it seem like I knew <laughs> if we'd had any. <laughs> Jenny, we have. We've had some. We've had Yay! some. Absolutely, we've had some. Okay, so uh, first one. Are we going one, in cold? Do you, do you, do we, have you even heard them yet? I, I've heard bits of them. Oh, okay. I've heard bits of That's them. That's the spirit. Yeah, well, no, Surprise one, me in rehearsals, <laughs> Ollie, not when we're live. No, yeah. one, of, one, of them I've, one of them I've listened to quite comprehensively, uh, but the others I haven't. So uh, first up, this is, this is Helen Dalton. She got in touch on Instagram. You can do the same. Hi, you Helen. Leave, you can leave your voice notes on our Instagram uh, at the Apre Pod. Um, and she just wanted to say something about her trip that she's recently been on. We went to Andorra. It was absolutely epic. There was bags of snow, bright blue skies, 
We went business class on every lift, i.e. we didn't share with anybody else. Um, I don't think I queued... I think I maybe queued once in a week-long holiday for a lift. Apart from that, straight down, straight on the lift, straight back up again. Yeah, okay, the piece aren't massive. You know, there's not miles and miles and miles of piece. But you don't have to queue. So you can just shred, go back up, shred down again. There's a lot to be said for that. Especially in the school holidays. But I don't really want everyone to know because then the world and his wife will be there and I won't be able to go business class on the lift anymore. Anyway, Andorra, epic, do it. <laughs> what was she doing? Uh, Helen, what were you doing? Well, she, she got a lot of stairs. She, she sounded knackered. I don't know what she was doing. I love the fact that she's so busy in her life, she can't even spare <laughs> us 45 seconds of free time <laughs> to send us a goddamn message that she has to be folding the washing or Ooh, getting that, the dog lead on. or something else on the way. She's, we're like a bit part in her life to just be sending us a message too. Don't say folding the washing because that... that um... Yeah, you misogynistic <laughs> pig. Shut up! I fold more washing than everybody in the world put together in my house. I do Just nineteen. It's, it's, a, it's a communal. Like... It's a communal. It's everybody does washing, men and women. I was just saying she was. It sounded like she was folding the washing. That's what I said. I didn't say it because women should be folding the washing. I women know, shouldn't sorry. be doing the washing because they should be at the sink. No, no, yeah. no. <laughs> you're, Tim, Get you're right. Like the, this is it. She she sounded busy. She was either she was she was either cooking, sewing, or she was she was just writing some correspondence for the WHO. Yeah, this is something like that. She's having kids. Exactly. Just yeah. Cook, yeah, you know, rocking a baby to sleep. All that. Yeah, stuff. correct. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I digress. I digress. I love women. I love women. Oh, no, we don't say we're it like all, that. I love women. I love all I, women. I just I love, love women. women. I love oh. all women. Not as much as I love my wife. No. Okay. Good. All right. Just to clear that up, we've had another message though, Jenny. Here we go. Do you want another one? I haven't listened to this one. Uh, nice. This is from uh, Vicky again on Instagram. Here we go. She just tinkering with her car. Yeah. What did you say? What did you say? <laughs> She's just under the. <laughs> Bonnet tinkering with the car, yeah? <laughs> Just boring out the V12. <laughs> Jenny. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. She's no. a grease monkey. She's Go. a proper grease monkey, Vicky. Vicky, I apologise. Oh. Uh, Helen, I'd also like to apologise to you as well. Just slagging everybody off. Right, here we go. Okay. Oh, We're not slagging everybody off. Shush, 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 shush. Let us speak. Let us speak. Can't wait to go away in three weeks' time to Lazark for a family holiday. First time driving. Bit nervous, but very excited. She sounds nervous. Of course she is, because she's going away to the Alps in April. It's a summer holiday she's going on, no? Not a, uh, not a winter holiday. <laughs> no, well, hang on. Oh, if she, she, hasn't, she hasn't driven to the Alps before. We can be useful here. We've all oh, gone she's to the Alps. Smash so come on, what, what? She'll absolutely smash it. Well, let's give her some top tips. What, what are we going to advise? Drive on the other side. <laughs> uh, remember to get yeah. What's the motorway thing you've got to buy? The motorway pass. Well, no, 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 no. So here we go. You're right. The tag pass. If you mm. really, if you really want, you can get a tag pass. So, so if you, she might not be going on the motorways. If you drive on the motorways in France, then you need, uh, you have to pay the tolls, and they yeah. can be quite expensive. The best and cheapest way to do it, because I did this when I drove to France, is. Make sure you've got yourself one of those, like an internet 
like an internet banking card, so like a Monzo card or a Sterling card, oh, any yes. kind of card that trades in the local currency, so you're not playing an exchange rate. So I use Monzo, for instance. Other banking internet cards are available. All right, um, Martin. <laughs> thank you very much. And then you preload it with cash before you go, or you can preload it from an app whilst you're there. You don't have to mm. do it all before you go, and use that to pay for the tolls because you pay then in the local currency. You can get the little tag, but you have to pay a deposit, um, and then it's only a little bit cheaper, and it, it basically works out... Um, it works out about the same, basically. The only benefit from having the tag is, if there ever are queues, you can just drive through and you don't have to queue up and put your credit card in. But honestly, there aren't that many queues and French motorways. There you so. go, Ollie, Vicky. Ollie, what there you go, Vicky. Some top tips. Well, my, my tip was that the, the, the French poo in a hole. So, oh, you know, okay. like you've got to, <laughs> like, you know, just make sure that you're prepared to poo in a hole mm-hmm. if you're going to stop by on one of the motorways. Like, I, I quite enjoy pooing in a hole quite like it you get a good glimpse of your you know your creation that's always quite nice and it's also, also it's how our lower intestines yeah that's our lower <laughs> intestines were designed to be squatted it's much food. healthier isn't it it's much yeah. better for you we've had one more message as well uh, this is from claire bishop right um it's in three messages three parts so take a listen here we go here she is Hey guys, um, I just thought I'd leave you a voice note to say that I love the podcast. Oh, sexy. I'm British, but I live in Morzine, and I usually listen to you as I walk home from work um, at one of the bars in town. And when I listen to you guys, I still get that absolutely infectious stoke for all things snowboarding. And it just makes me want to get out on the mountain. And I realise how lucky I am to be here even though I don't have a VPN and I can't watch Ski Sunday. So I miss out on that bit, but thanks for the updates on what's happening on Ski Sunday. So that's the message number one. Can I just say... She's got a very she, nice voice. She's <laughs> been on the she's oh. been on the booze last night, more like. Do you think so? Do you think so? Okay, here's the second message. Anyway, um, I just thought you might be interested to know, if you don't already, that Protect Our Winters Europe are running a challenge in March to encourage oh. people to make more sustainable journeys. They're doing a battle between each POW organisation of different the different countries uh, to log the most sustainable kilometers whether that's like walking or biking or buses or trains and sweden so far are killing it with nearly twelve thousand kilometers tracked of course they um are. i've been leaving my car at home and i've been doing some walks for team france but it is frustrating to see the uk at the bottom of the standings because i know how passionate they are or the UK is for snow sports and ski holidays and anything snow related. So basically I was wondering if you could ask the UK to bring the competition because it's more fun when more people are involved. So yeah, check out the Power Europe Instagram page and get involved. Cheers. There we go, that's from Claire. So, you know, what are we? 11th of March now. It's throughout the month month of March. Yeah. If all of our listeners got involved and did it, then maybe we could So how do you log do we know how to log it? What did we did we Well, we'll find out. We'll find out a bit more. Desperately. Well well, I feel like this is this is definitely an opportunity, Jenny or Tim, to say link 
Link in the show notes. Link in the show notes. Link, Link, in, the Link show in the show notes. notes. Yes. Never get there. Um, but yeah, well, I, I, you know, I'm up for trying stuff like that. The only problem I've got is that my general commute is just to the bottom of my garden in my shed. So I don't really have much of a footprint in that respect. I'm just trying to figure out mm. how I could even assist. But we'll see. We walk to school with the kids in the morning and the kids that walk to school are rewarded with badges. So the children at our school are encouraged to put pressure on their parents to walk mm. to school okay. because the kids then get rewarded. Um, question. Go. Do you get a badge too, Tim? That's, that's not my question. Oh, go on. The question is, the question is this, Tim. The question's this. What is the carbon footprint of those badges? OK, because I very much doubt that they've been produced in this country. I bet they've been produced somewhere else. You know, a, a long, long way away. It could be China... Probably they make a lot of stuff like that and then shipped over. What is the carbon footprint of that badge? So you've got all those kids walking to school, going, I'm doing a good thing. And then what do you do? You slap a big thing of carbon they're, on their chest. They're teacher-made badges, aren't they? Yep. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded so unsure. Oh, man. Uh... Oh, I'm going to be one of those parents in the PTA that they're, they're going to hate me. They are going to hate me when my kids well, are Well, we've gone so... A wool, haven't we? In this bit of the chat, sorry. From like this is unbelievable. I mean, I'm I'm just on the power page right now, trying to make head and a tail of it and see how we can. Jenny, I would argue that we haven't gone AWOL. I'm just you help know, because our listeners. Well, no, this we're is back it. on it like, now. We're back on it now with Claire's chat. It's good. No, no, no. Yeah. But it's about like you know us doing little bits of, uh, to try and reduce our carbon in whatever way we can is helpful to everybody and anybody that likes to go out of the mountains. You no, know, you're like, right. I mean, it has you're been. Right. It is a desperate situation out there it's really awful i was just looking i haven't read it yet but i saw that uh sam haddad you know do you know her, yeah. them do you know them yeah yeah so sam they haddad, uh, the writer uh, yeah journalist the writer award-winning has yeah. written an article for the guardian recently about the impact that's having on chamonix i haven't read it yet but i want to but the, you know like we've got to take this stuff seriously so you know okay i might be joking about those badges that tim's teachers are giving out to kids that are trying to save the environment or whatever but come on you know gotta think about this stuff but the awareness... On I that note! The, the awareness is better, surely. Like, the fact they're spreading awareness to youngsters and throughout the whole school about that, I think that's good. I still think it outweighs Yeah, the maybe you're right. OK? Yeah. OK, all right. Sorry, <laughs> okay. Jenny. Big... Here's a yeah, hug. Here's, no, it's here's fine. A hug. It's fine. I'll just go and fold some uh, clothes. <laughs> Don't... <laughs> Jenny, you know what you got to do. Get in that goddamn garage now and bore out that V8 yeah. engine. <laughs> Jenny, what's your favourite bit of kind of skiing and snowboarding out of any Hollywood movie? <laughs> what? The, what have I ever? What have I mostly seen? James Bond. James Bond James loves Bond. a bit of skiing and snowboarding, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. James Bond that... snowboarded way before snowboarding was even cool. That's and, how cool James Bond yeah, is. Yeah, and wasn't it like the Eye of the Needle, which is up in teen? Yes. In, yeah, also yeah. It's sort of said to have been filmed there, so I think that's pretty cool. I don't know. I can't really think of anything else, though. Did you ever see Triple X? Um, is it Triple X? Oh, what no, was... don't bring that up. Christ <laughs> alive. Uh, no, come is, on. It's the is... shittest film I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's the most no, obscure, ridiculous, oh. ludicrous stunts. Doesn't he do Turn like... it in his grave. It's Turn ridiculous. Turn it in his grave if he heard you say that, mate. He would be. <laughs> Hang on. Who's that? It's OJ. Oh, we can't say OJ who. OJ. 
Why, why can't you say OJ Hughes? <laughs> yeah, why can't you? I, I, I can answer that question. Sounded, it suddenly sounded rude, but it doesn't. It's not. It's fine. It doesn't. OJ OJ Borge. Hey, listen, I've come around for a cup of sugar, guys. It's OJ Borge. Come in. Let him in. Let him in. Oh, I tell you, not, this is a reference that's going to so be lost seamless. on everyone. Yes. But the, pa- on, the fact you... I got to knock on the door and you welcome me in, it's like a snowy Knowles house party. Stop it. Well, we've got the beard um, mm. with Ollie Peart, so we kind of need... Anyway, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Put your board in the rack. Thank you. Uh, undo your boots. Take your goggles off. Jenny will take your helmet. Now, listen, for those that are uninitiated, well, I never. A true broadcasting heavyweight in every sense of the word is joining us. Now, aside from the fact that he looks like a did better you, looking on, version of... Did you just of... call me fat? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> aside from the fact that he looks like a... Better looking version of Buzz Lightyear. He's worked on pretty much every single radio station across the UK. He's launched TV channels. He's made millionaires on the National Lottery every week and appeared on Celebrity Mastermind dressed as Princess Leia. Our guest this week is an accomplished cycling broadcaster. He was the face of esports across the globe. He can't go to Laos, actually. He's, he'll get mobbed. He'll get mobbed down there. True story. Can't go there. And now he's keeping the night workers and travellers, late night travellers across the UK entertained on his brilliant Radio 2 show. But he's here, of course, because he loved them, because he... And if you don't speak Bulgarian, he's a total frother. <laughs> it's OJ Ball. Hey. You know, it's very rare in your life. You know when you when you do the radio show and you normally do the introductions, no one ever ever introduces you. And I have such a short term memory that I don't remember what I did this morning and don't know what I've done across most of my career. So it actually makes it sound like I've been vaguely successful. So thank you, Tim. Thank you. you. Took away my first question, though, AJ. I was going to ask what you did this morning. So that's. Uh, hang on. What did I do this morning? Oh, I well, so obviously I work nights. I normally work till three in the morning for radio. Oh, school. that's uh, pain. What did I it? do this morning? I, I What did I do? Oh, like my daughter had got in my bed in the nights. So I woke up in her bed. It was like I staggered through, tried to work out where I was. I, I spent most of the morning confused. Is what I did this morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Parenting woes. I have mine screaming in my face at three a.m. That yeah, must man. be tough, isn't it? Doing doing that late shift with kids. So you start. Yeah. You must start work at what like 10 and then well i go in i go for about 11 are they screaming in your face at 3 a.m because i've just finished and they need more entertainment (laughs) yeah you bring it back on bring it back (laughs) on just do another hour i don't want to listen to this pre-recorded stuff now now spoiler not spoiler alert what's what's the other one when you're not spoiling i want to just be truthful here so me and oj i've known oj for years so i first met oj when our paths crossed at kerrang radio back in the day why do we have to say Um, that's a spoiler alert have you have you shunned that part of your life no i just wanted i didn't want i didn't want trading standards to get in touch and be like i don't care like we can talk about inside job inside job he knows him already you know everyone he already knows him surely you know everyone who's on this podcast a a little bit well we met marcus brigstock he dropped by last week didn't he oh, got, did lost, he? In the, got yeah. lost in the trees just above the chalet here he's a skier, and, uh, he's a skier isn't he well he's no, bi he's actually he's, he's bi yeah, yeah. Is he? yeah. <laughs> split board curious yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. listen, we'll get into that. We'll get into that with you in a minute, and we'll find out whether you're uh, a split board curious or not. But I want to know firstly. Obviously, Radio Two. We're radio geeks. Me and Ollie are both radio geeks. Do you ever, at times, think to yourself, "I cannot believe I'm here chatting to the entire UK on Radio Two"? Or is it? Was it? I know you're a professional. You've done loads of stuff, but. You must be pretty stoked to be still there at Radio 2. Yeah, like, I'm still stoked to be working, really. Just, you know, because my, my career, as you said, I've worked at lots of radio stations across the UK. Sort of the, the in brackets is, sacked from most radio stations in the UK. <laughs> never, never for being particularly naughty. 
just they always resized or they laid me off. Our, our paths when it crossed at Kerrang, I think, did we both go out in the same, were we both outed at the same time? I think you lasted a week outed. longer than me. Hang on, um, is there something you're not telling us, Tim? Uh, no, Kerrang, <laughs> oh, there's lots we're not telling you, but right. were oh, we yeah. thrown out of the door at the same oh, time? Oh, God, I've got to, I've, I want I to hear some I think you lasted a week longer than me, yeah. Sorry, okay, although... Sorry, one second, where do you need to go? I'm just in the middle of the podcast. No, you can't, you can go play downstairs. Oh. One second, guys. I've just got to usher it. Oh, no, oh, no problem. That's all right. Are you allowed four-year-olds in this chalet? No, not with yes. us. Yes. No, 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 no. Yeah, of course they are. Oh, no, she's gone. She's gone. No. <laughs> she's gone. <laughs> That's very obedient. No, not at all. She's probably gone to get something noisy to bring it back in. Okay. Absolutely not obedient. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we. Do you know what? The funny thing was, we, we had a bit of a Kerrang! radio reunion a we couple did. of weeks ago, just before Christmas, that we've been threatening to do for years, and the bo- our old boss, Gordon, turns up. And as he turns up, he looks at me, and his face kind of dropped a little bit, and he, and he, I could see he wanted to say something to me, and he basically apologised immediately. He went, I've got to say sorry. And I went, why? He went, well, because about... 12 years ago, when I had to let you go and fire you, you, you kind of came in, I fired you, you did your last job, you did your last show, and then you walked out, and I didn't even say goodbye or thank you or anything. Well, <laughs> it must have, been, must have been eating him up for years, because okay. honestly, the look on his face, he, was, uh, he looked pretty, pretty miserable. Is that I'm glad you told me that. it happens? Is it oh, like... Oh, yeah, like, you get sacked. Really? Like, in radio, it's awful. God, yeah, yeah. Sometimes what they'll do is they will, they will take you into a room, and they will they will sack you and not let you go back on air to do your last show because they were going to say you. yeah yeah, yeah. what well, are they um, going to do and say really yeah oh, I no. got I got moved on from another radio station so as Tim says I used to do the national lottery and I worked at the same time I worked for a radio station in Manchester fairly big one big city big city network and I got called in the morning to tell me they weren't using me for the lottery anymore because they were only using Chris Evans I was like okay I've still got my show I went to do my show that afternoon. And got sacked from that in the afternoon. They were like, "Yeah, oh. <laughs> we're giving you that." I was like, "Oh, oh okay." <laughs> oh, God. So that must have been a real low point. What were you thinking yeah, well, then? You must have just I been was, like, we "Just had a baby as well." We had a three-month-old. It was uh, it was oh. awful. But the the problem with this industry, and Tim will tell you this, or anyone who's worked in it, the problem is it's not necessarily the people who are the most who are the most talented who keep going. It's those who can deal with rejection and are just belligerent as fuck. I mean, literally, you just have to keep going. It's like you get knocked back, you get smashed down, you get disappointed. Inside, you crumble. Outside, you have this facade. But inside, you're just a wasteland. (laughs) So, like, when you found that out on that day, were you just like, okay, like, how... Was it a day or two, a week, or did a couple of hours before you were like, right, I've got to find another job? Uh, so it took me a while, but you're always, I mean, you're always looking for the next thing in this job. You're always okay. trying to play okay. other, other little schemes, but it took me a while and I decided I didn't want to do commercial radio anymore. So I tried to move to do more sport, which is how I ended up doing the cycling stuff and the rest of it. So it, it worked out, but no, for a while it was, what the hell am I going to do with myself? I sat in my office upstairs, office, I sat in the spare room of the house we were in and uh, I just stared at the wall for like a whole day thinking, right, I'm going to write, a, I'm going to write an opera. And I just sit there and think, right, I've not written an opera. What am I going to do tomorrow? Right, I'm going to write, going to write a game show. Okay, I've not written a game show. Okay, what should we do now? And I'd be like, I'd just go for a bike ride. <laughs> nothing would happen. Just nothing happened. Crazy. Are you one of those people that's got kind of, you sound like you've got quite a sort of like a chaotic mind where you just sort of like go off and just, I'm just going to try that. I'm just going to do that. Do you, th- I mean, you've got to where you are. I mean, Radio 2 is, is yeah. the biggest radio station oh, in the country. Yes. So there must be a, a bit of focus there, but by the way that you sort of talk about it, it's like a chaotic focus. Yeah, so Tim's called me fat. You've said I've got ADHD. Yeah, yeah that's pretty much what I'm saying. 
Do you want to do you want to lay anything on me? Uh, no, I've, I, still, yeah. I've still got time. Don't worry. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing a striped T-shirt. If you want to say I look no, like. No, I a, like. I I'm, I'm a big stripe fan. It's all good. Yeah. Someone who hangs around the bottom of the uh, the Eiffel Tower. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, it is chaotic. My mind is chaotic. But I think if you can channel that chaos, especially on the radio, then it's pretty good. And I think I find radio a form of therapy. The ability. To, I mean, when you get trained in radio, if there is such a thing, it's always one thought per link. So you will go into it thinking, I'm going to talk about this record. I'm going to tell a story about the fact I had an oyster on Sunday night and it made me almost poo my pants. You know, you, you go into it knowing that. And it's the, the life skill of one thought per link takes some of the chaos out of it. But if you can live on that edge where your mind is a bit chaotic, you can riff within the boundaries of what you're doing. And I think if you listen to some of the greatest broadcasters, of which I will, I will include Tim in, absolutely in this as well, if you listen Stop to it. when Tim's Ooh. on the radio, that ability to focus that chaos, where are you going to go, what's going to happen, is the beauty. That's the DNA of great radio. Yeah. Oh. So how say, I didn't A, ask him to say it. that, and B, I, I, I could not... Try to distance myself further from what you just said. Don't, yeah, and um, don't don't lie. We know we know that you know him. You set it up. You set it yeah. up earlier. How, the only reason how... he let me on, he said, "You can come on as long as you blow smoke up my." Do you know where the phrase "blowing smoke up your ass" comes from? Tell well, us. in I Victorian like times, know. yeah, well, they, they they believed, and I think it came from Holland that if you fell in the water and you drowned, they could dry your spirit out by putting an anal furnace in your ass and then basically lighting a fire in it. And, and if they dried the inside of you out, you'd come back to life. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is not true. An, ele- I, it's, an element I, I think of truth true, in that, isn't but it? don't Google element, element of truth in that. I think it probably would dry you out to an extent. <laughs> Someone blowing smoke up your ass. I'm not going to Google that. Yeah, exactly. No. So, right. So let's... We, this is the app, right? We are a winter sports podcast. So how, yeah. how do winter sports... How does the mountains fit into your life? Like, what's your... Do you have a so, link there? Do you enjoy it? Do we even have oh anything to God. do with it? Come do on. Do I? I love it. I've always loved it, but not... I mean, I grew up on a council estate in Leicester, so the idea of being able to go snowboarding was so far from me, but I watched so much Bored Stupid back in the day. Yes! Sat there, watched, oh, yes! watched the show, and it for me... It, and I had never snowboarded. I'd been on like uh, a half skiing trip, and we'd been to the yeah. dry ski slope in Leicester loads, and <laughs> I watched Bored Stupid, and Phil... And Normski and the whole vibe Friend of the oh, made, made me want to be a snowboarder. In, in fact, it made me, it was a little bit like surfing, of which I'm still terrible at. It made me want to be part of the scene. And it was oh. just, it was so zen and watching them just go down hills. And it's some of my formative memories was watching that. So that, that was my introduction to snow sports. But it took me, well, I tell you what, the first time I went snowboarding, Tim, you took me snowboarding. We went to the oh, Tamworth really? Snow Dome and you what? hooked us up for a free lesson. And that's yeah. when I got hooked. Yeah, yeah. Wow! Oh, oh, it's my that, oh my god, that is so identical to me. Up until so obviously a certain point when I did more with snowboarding, but like the fact that it was bored, stupid, exactly the same. I was like, oh, they're so rad! I just want to be like that and do that. And then went on the dry slope as well because same situation. You just didn't have, you know, you weren't. Well, going you didn't out have an indoor. The, you didn't have Europe's first <laughs> indoor snow dome on your doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> but then, so how? When was that? That was that. When Kerrang time then, so you actually went on a snowboard? It, it was, yeah. So I'd skied oh, on the dry slope right. at the Outdoor Pursuit Centre in Leicester, where I think we'd gone, I went, I think we went every year and like did like a two-week sort of kids thing. 
but we'd also gone my mum my and my dad had taken me and I remember my dad one of my earliest memories is my dad on the dry ski slope you know you know when you go up so you've gone up on the side of your skis <laughs> and you're about to come down and my dad got his ski court and one of the skis came off and he just ploughed down in one ski took the instructor and rammed him into the fence but it was just <laughs> this guy trying to work out should he go left should he go right yeah. too late George Borges got him and slammed him into it and that was that was like George this is, Borges this is great best name. that is the oh. best name George Borges <laughs> that, that is so good I bet was he like right get up let's go again I, I actually don't remember I think I was laughing <laughs> just too laughing. much but, but that was the first time I'd been on skis and just the idea and the first time I got to the slopes I went on a weekend with a mate and I was still working at Kering at the time and when I got there and I saw the views and it's for me it's the perfect day out that you you go out you're physical all day you're you're going down slopes you're going back up it's a true adventure it's a, it's a day of adventure things happen you hit some snow you maybe get to go off piste a little bit you fall over you hurt your ankle a bit and then at the end of the day you have a few beers and you do it all again the next day and it, it for me I guess coming back to the chaotic mind it it feels like true a sense of serendipity that you're just going down the hill the zen you're there and you know everyone gets down at their own speed and you meet at the bottom and have a chat on the way back up have you tried yeah. getting your family into it have you they have don't you... want to go i have oh, really? I, every year every year i'm like should we go he does he, do he, he, might, he texts me once a year and he's like right what's the family holiday when are we doing it when, when are we doing the family holiday to try and get on it it's tough though isn't it it's yeah. tough because you well like you know you you've got 68 people to to do as well and it's just less getting everybody on the same page less well yeah one one less but still just <laughs> it's important that is a fact of one um yeah like i try and talk them into it but i think if you don't if you've never done it before mm. and you don't have like a burning desire like you've not played ssx tricky until your eyeballs bleed or you've not watched board stupid like if you've not got that burning desire to do it i think for my wife and for the kids they're like you'll just you'll just piss off and leave us and do your own thing and, and, it, you know, and they're just the thinking it's really expensive <laughs> it's cold it's yeah, expensive there's, there's a... it's hard to convince them isn't it it's like you, if you could mm. if you got them out there oh sorry here one second issues. do you want to go snowboarding Effie yeah. okay <laughs> 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 I did ask her you don't want to go to the ski slopes and have a go on some skis in the snow yeah oh there we go yeah, yeah. <laughs> We might have a we might have a set of kids skis in the truck actually. Let's oh, go really? and have a look in a minute. Yeah, we'll get out back and have a look. But might I was actually some... gonna I was gonna ask Jenny and Tim. You know, you've you've had experience getting younger people into it and stuff. You've got to have some advice, have some tips. Yeah, there's gonna be parents out there who've been who missed it for years and want to get their kids out there and they well, can't. Come it's on, exactly like what Mark, it's like, Just... Yeah, exactly. Snowdome and like what Marcus said last week. Don't teach them yourself. <laughs> Just. <laughs> Do whatever it takes, remortgage the house, just pay somebody else to take that away from you. There you go, OJ, you've got to remortgage the house. Well, listen, it's already remortgaged. Um, it's, <laughs> it's one of those where I think the fact that, because I live in Manchester, so we've got the chill factor close to oh, us. Yeah. So the, the ability... Yeah. I love the fact you call it the chill factor, by the way. Is it chill factory? Well, you're, there's two camps. I'm in your camp, chill factor. But so a lot there's of There's an E on the end, isn't there? The chill factory. Well, hang on. Yeah, there's an E. There's, a, there's an like E a on the end. E. They've made it like a small E, haven't they? Because they're. Trendy. Do you know what, I've only been there? What I've been there twice. In but if it's a small E, what is it got an accent on it? No, it's like a Factor. small E. Like you know how you do like squared meters, and so the number two yeah. is a bit smaller. So it's chill factor, but then the E's a little bit. From what I remember, is it? Is that a Maybe northern thing? Like 
chill factory. Oh, yeah, yeah, we, we, we have all the small up here. Yes. No, I've got no idea. Yeah, it's uh, due to the way the, uh, the language works north of the Watford Gap. All these must be small. Jill Factory. If you're if you're none of your family go and your kids don't go, does that mean you haven't been for a long time then? Are you like itching to go or what how does it work? It's funny it's funny you should ask me right now. So I am literally packing my bags to go for a weekend for the first (gasps) time in over a decade. It's definitely over a decade, although I went in the pocket of my snowboarding jacket, which I just dug out of the loft, and there is a pass uh, for Cairngorm Mountain. In 2015, yes. so that was the last yes. time. Yes, and, and I think so that was the last time I went up the funicular railway. Possibly the last time the funicular was working. Yeah. Uh, it's back. It's working. Is it working again? again? Now. Yeah, just this season. Uh, yeah, maybe the maybe you like you're channeled with the funicular in some kind of yeah. DNA sense that whenever that works, I, you go riding. I had to wait for it to come back. Yeah, so yeah. I am I am going this weekend. I'm going to Morzine, where apparently it's got the least amount of snow. It's the driest winter since 1963, although. It is snowing right now. Yes. 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 Right. I think you might be all right. But it's probably, is it snowing in Manchester? Right. There's quite a lot of snow around down the south at the moment. Is there any yeah. up there? It, ironically, it is actually snowing outside of my window right now. <laughs> <which is pure laughs> here's, a, here's a question for you to answer as you will. 12 centimetres, is that a lot? Hang on, let me just measure. I've got... <laughs> oh, no. Nobody laughed. Outside. Go. You're on You're on. Shovel the deck duty for that joke. Come on, Charlene. Unbelievable. What? Is, it was, we've are you literally up? We lost did listeners that. What are you... Come on. Um, so 12 centimetres is loads if there's a base, but I don't think there's much of a base. <laughs> so just, just try to stay on the piece. Yeah. Don't really go... Don't go too crazy. Go on, no, Jen, what were you going to say, about? I thought you meant outside, that you were going to go give it a crack now with your snowboard or skis or something. No, no, no. I, I have, I have, I think, once snowboarded up in Berry, but that was oh, a disaster. Okay. I think I snowboarded into a rock or something like that, you know, that was just, it was a hill that had some sheep in it, and we were like, oh, that looks like a hill, let's go down that. And, and there, was, was, there was quite a lot of detritus. <laughs> so was Cairn Gorm like a kind of last-minute mission, or was that for work? And then no, it was work. We were we were up in Aviemore. We went we went with some just frothers. And yeah, with, what is a frother? Sorry, should I know this? Am you know I being... when you just you know when you just Tim uses it to do lot, something, yeah. and you're like just super excited. Let's go, and you're like way more enthusiastic than you can contain. You're like That's... trying to. See, see, that is me in general. I am a yeah. frother. Oh, He's a frother. yeah, okay, there you go. That is, that is my general <laughs> default state. Uh, I went up with some mates, and uh, it was a family holiday, and it snowed really heavily. There was tons and tons and tons of snow to the point where they couldn't open the lifts because there was too much snow, which always... <laughs> which is like, you're like, okay, I, what do we do then? Well, I don't know what we're going to do here. So, um, so, yeah, I managed to get, like... It, it was a whiteout. I think I got down, like just about without skiing into anything and um it was it was great but i miss it i missed it so much and every year i'm like this is the year i'm gonna go for something and it was only the fact that at the, at the start yeah, i had a mate who started working for easy it was like look i've seen cheap flights i was like right book them and then we'll try and deal with the fact can we go or not go in a couple of weeks time and it just so happens that we are going unless i manage to injure myself between now and tomorrow morning Sick. So yeah, you're going with a bunch of mates. Yeah, snowboarding, did you say? Yeah, snowboarding, absolutely. Snowboarding. So yeah, I do my show until three a.m. I'm going to yeah. come home, have one hour sleep. I'm going to get oh up and then go God. get a flight to Geneva. And my mate has, instead of booking us a very quick transfer, has booked us on the cheapest bus he can find. <laughs> oh God! So which, so I'm, half of me's like, I'm going to sack him off and just leave. And then part of me thinks I'd be a bit of a douchebag for doing that. I what would you do? So the chances I can probably get to Morzine if I bin him off. 
to at least get up the mountain to get like a couple of runs in of the evening or should I stay with my mate there you go there's so a what time, for you. What, so what time do you land I can yeah. do this 11, yeah. 11.15 oh that'll be tight so you, you let, land yeah. at 11.15 no you won't get riding no. in really hang on come on mm. hang on a second right let's go to optimism here 11.15 okay. get my bag out theoretically uh, what, time, what time are you out the front door you're out at 12 let's 12, say 12 but I minutes. think we won't get on a bus until 1 which is more zine for half two. If I just yeah. drop my stuff in the street, get changed, straight up the lift, surely. It's going to be a very expensive one run, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you've got to pick up your pass, you've got to do all that stuff, and it's going to take you a bit of time. You, if, you, if, you'd, if you're in a car, or someone was picking you up, you could do it. Yeah. Right. You could get, get there over for, one, just for one run. What, how come you're in the slowest bus in the world? Like, What do you mean? Is it, are you not in a transfer he, bus he, or something? He, he, no, he's booked the cheap one. He's booked like the cheap one where you have to wait for 6,000 people to get together to get on the bus to make it worthwhile. Yeah, I was like, let's yeah. get the skiddy one. That sounds great. They wear yeah. sombreros. That's totally my vibe. Yeah. That's like, the no. one we got. Yeah, he was like, yeah. no, we're going to get the Alpi bus, which, you know, they oh, yeah. might yeah. pick you up if you want it or not. <laughs> the worst, the most annoying thing about that is when I ever get the, the bus that does that, that has to fill up, is... I'm always either picked up first or dropped off last. Yeah. Mm. So, so in the morning when I when I came back from Spain, um, I was doing the free ride world tour, working on that, and I got picked up. This was for a two o'clock in the afternoon flight. I got picked up at three a.m. because we had oh, to go God. literally to like fifteen other chalets to go and pick people up to then. Oh, it's oh, a false horrible. economy though to me. Yes, it's more expensive to get the better transfers, but surely if you spent the money to get there to go on a boarding trip and you've only got, I mean, literally, I go. I go Thursday morning, I've got Friday, Saturday, I come back Sunday night and I'm back on air because I'm doing drive next week. And it's like, it's one of those where I want to use every available moment to get up the, get up the hill. So the, I would literally, um, well, how much is a heli transfer, do you think, from Geneva? Oh, oh no, now we're talking. Yeah, yeah. Now I mean, we're talking. <laughs> Mate, you get changed in the heli yeah. and it could drop you literally at the top. Yeah, if it? there's no snow though, will they have to land or can I just drop onto the floor? No, you just jump, just yeah, jump man. out. Have you ever done it? No. Have you? I've Jenny, been, you I've been heli skiing. Yeah, I've done skiing, heli. Yeah. I've done heli. I've done heli. The, the the first time I ever did it was in New Zealand, and um, it was really ghetto. And it was um, a farmer that had a helicopter, so it wasn't really like full legit. <laughs> <laughs> so we were there for like trying to do some photos and stuff. So the the three, four of us got in the photographer and the three other riders, and because I was the smallest, I had to sit in the front. And you know, it's one of those helicopters where it's clear all the way under your feet. Oh, my God. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I've got this. I could see everything. And I looked at his gear... Not a gear stick. Joystick. <laughs> what am I calling it? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not was it 12 centimetres? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you, it was duct taped. I was like, oh, I've oh not heard God. of that. I've not <laughs> heard of that. That's interesting. But yeah. I'm listen, I kink shame no one. Hey. Bit for everyone, isn't it? You know, I was glad that duct tape was on there because we made it up. Oh no, whatever I say now is not going to work. So, but yeah, and that the helicopter ride was probably my favourite bit of the whole thing. If I'm really honest, it was just amazing to see New Zealand and everything like that. He like, you know, did all the bank turns for us and like dropped over like. At cliff edges and stuff and oh my then, God. yeah it was In essentially it was. a crop duster turns. yeah it was so <laughs> oh, jesus christ yeah, yeah. no do you know what I, i've done it twice and snow was really bad both times we did it 
and since then I've developed just I've watched too many helicopter crashes on Instagram and YouTube. <laughs> Why are you I, watching I, that? Stop googling pe- helicopter crashes. I just ends up there. I always end up there. I weird fascination. No, weird yeah. fascination with stuff like that, isn't it, Tim? Do you not do you not yeah. get that? Been doing it. I've been yeah. doing I, it with F one crashes. That's terrible, isn't it? That terrible. Yeah, but hang on, are people dying in these helicopter crashes? Sorry to sorry to ask the oh. question. Some of them. Some of the big what? ones. Oh, yeah. Tim. Uh, oh, weird, isn't mate. It? Once a helicopter starts, let's get going an down. let's get an airship. That sounds safer. Oh look, let me just look up the Hindenburg. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I suppose there's always something wrong. I tell you the most. Um, what is called the paramotor, paramotor heli drops. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that's very James Bond. You gave it the full James Bond at the beginning of this. Yeah, that, that's that super is very... James Bond. But what, about jet, has... what about jetpacks? Yeah, well, this is it. I mean, someone has turned around with with a paramotor thing. Someone's turned around and gone. How can we make it more dangerous than a helicopter? Mm. Let's just strap it to our fucking back. Yeah. Like it's like, what is wrong with you? They are I... lethal. Do you follow kook slams on Instagram? Yes. yes. It's, you know, it's it's basically linking 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 show gear. notes by the way to Kook Slams. <laughs> oh, Ollie, God, I'll send you it? that. Yeah, yeah. Have a look. Remember link, that. In, remember. link in bio to uh the link is, in our show notes. It's one go of those on. things where you should you should never watch that sort of stuff before you go anywhere. It's like I, I stopped watching Casualty for years. Like I quite like Casualty, but the problem is it'll make you scared to do anything in life because Casualty was like never use a oh, drill again. Here, here, yeah, exactly. Here I am playing squash. Oh no, I've fallen over and stuck the squash racket through my neck. True story happened. I refused to play squash after that. What? So Kook Slam. What? She's, Wait, there's a woman. Quick, she's playing squash us. and she goes to get like the squash ball from the corner, but she's got an old like wooden racket and falls over, and the the racket goes through her neck, and the paramedics get sent out to pick her up with this racket through. I mean, as if, but still. Oh, it's well, possible. No, it's possible, it, mate. My dad worked in A and E for thirty years. The stories that I have about people with things stuff oh, up their bottoms, yeah. Oh well, all the stuff at the bottoms. <laughs> the best one he had, just quickly. I mean, it's again, it's a winter sports podcast, but everybody likes to hear gruesome stories. He had a man and a, an old man and an old lady come running in. Help! 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 Quickly! Help! Somebody! Help! 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 <laughs> and the old lady was holding that. around the man. Was holding um. A sheet off a bed, a bed sheet around the guy. The guy was like, oh, 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 oh quick help, help. And my dad went, come on, in, in we come, in we come. Brought them into the triage because my dad was the triage nurse. Brought them in and the old lady took away the blanket and the old man was holding against his groin a drill which went through a <laughs> model aeroplane through a chopping board and into his nuts. And he was sitting on his lap doing his model aeroplane. And he'd gone straight through the model aeroplane, through, through, the, through the chopping board and into his nuts. And he tried to reverse it to get it out and it all got down. Oh, so tried so to reverse it to get it out. Oh, yeah, so you had the screws from like gone back up with the drill yeah. like that. Yeah, and so he was all in a, he was all in a mess. Can I just say that? Mode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put it this way, it wasn't cordless. Oh. Dragging in the electric cable behind him. Still plugged oh, in. Still, oh, oh, that is, Where's that the chuck is... key? I can't find the chuck key. So, going back to your irrational fear of... Um, yeah, the chuck key. Going back I'm, to the I'm irrational never using fear a drill of, again, yeah. Well, casualty. You're absolutely right. Anything can happen at any time. Yeah, okay. So, don't get a helicopter from Geneva Airport. Got it. I'll put that okay. My, put that in my notes. Yeah, right, right, listen, listen. I think we go and jump on the lift, shall we? Oh, let's do it. The chairlift. Whenever I'm on one, I'm always worried Jaws will come along and gnaw his way through the cable with his metal teeth. That happened. 
<laughs> exactly. Some people think it's an irrational fear it's uh, not, that it's I've true. got, but it's not. It's just common sense. You're dangling from a fucking cable, for God's sake. Mm-hmm. So just be aware. Yeah. Do you want, do you want a funny story about Jaws? <laughs> yeah, go on. Of course yeah, we do. When, when, I, when, I, when I got a modicum of fame, when I started doing the National Lottery, I think it was the Sunday People, which was a going concern at the time, they did a celebrity lookalike, and they found a picture of me, I think in a nightclub somewhere in Birmingham, had you seen that? And they did. They did a picture. You know, is it OJ or is it Jaws? And it was like me. I, this doesn't work for a video, for an audio podcast, but it was me pulling this face. Yeah. And then there was a picture of Jaws with his metal teeth, and they were like, "Look how I similar can they are." See it. I can I see really it now. Can see it. I can really see it. I'm gonna. Can I look for that while we carry on chatting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, do I, it. I honestly, I have looked for it on the internet. I don't think it exists anymore. But I was. Oh. I, I couldn't totally work out where they'd found the photo from because I thought it was oh, one well, of those photos. On. Let's recreate that moment, and then our, we'll post it. Let's okay. recreate yeah. it now. So you, you, I'll just do the uh, con- uh, command you, wait, shift you need three. To wait till there the we go. <laughs> we got, we got it. I've got it. I've got it. <laughs> I think I might have just pulled my chin. <laughs> <laughs> um, so listen, what's your, what's your best story from the mountains? Have you got a good story? Have you got a good tale? Oh. I just want to kind of hear. I want to kind of hear more of your. It doesn't have to be from the mountains. What's your best... Who's the most famous person you've ever met? Quentin Tarantino. Uh, I hung out with Quentin Tarantino once. That is my best That's story. Uh, he it was when I was working for Nuts TV, which was the TV station that you mentioned before that I launched. He did. You, which, you helped to launch Nuts TV, I did. It wasn't as terrible as everyone thought it was going to be. I mean, it wasn't brilliant. I mean, This is the I, lads' well, mag nuts we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, right? we, had, okay. we had a great feature called Bathe Your Banger, where these lads would turn up with like their XR3 eyes. And they'd answer questions, and if they got the question right, a girl in a model would clean it, and if it if they got it wrong, would pour shit through their sunroof. Oh, <laughs> so I interviewed Quentin Tarantino. So Quentin Tarantino, we had gone. He had just released Death Proof, which was part of his Grindhouse double bill, and we were doing sort of a film show that went with with Nuts TV. And we went off to interview him, and the junket where you got all the TV channels down, was held at Walthamstow Dogs, where they also did banger racing. And part of Death Proof is about a car, so they gave us all a banger, not to drive, because apparently we couldn't get insured, but we're driver to go with it. They raced them around, and at the end of this, the end of this thing, my, my team came third. So I got up, they gave me a bottle of champagne and said, you know, go up and take a photo with Quentin. I was drunk, admittedly, so I popped the cork and I hosed Quentin down, and he's like, oh, stop! This is a great Quentin Tarantino. Why are you spraying me with champagne? Uh, and anyway, the photo made the press the next day, and I was very excited because I'd never really been in the press before. You know, I don't, I'm not a celebrity, I don't have that sort of lifestyle. And uh, uh, my mate went, I think that photo's in the Metro, and it was due the, just at the launch of the Metro, so I got a copy, got on the tube, got a copy, and they had, I had made the press, uh, I had made the Metro, but they had cropped out all of me apart from my thumb on the top of the bottle. So my no! thumb is very famous. My thumb and Quentin are very, very famous. You got it. Oh, he sounds like was he, was he a good laugh then. He was Fella, lovely. Was I actually laugh. did hang out with him that night in a hang out with him. Hung out with him in a Mayfair nightclub where I turned up and his PA had said, Mr. Quentin, Mr. Tarantino will see you upstairs now. I was like, oh, okay. Oh so I went upstairs. Gosh. All these blaggers sort of around this roped off area where he was yeah. in. And he, he got his he got his he got his security to move him out of the way and I sort of wandered in and was so starstruck I couldn't I couldn't utter a word. I was like, <laughs> yeah. And just left no. and went and stood downstairs away from him. I just couldn't take oh, it. Oh my god. Well I couldn't I what'd you do? I like he was talking to me about Days to Confuse, which I've never seen. And he was talking about the pussy wagon. So, you know the pussy wagon from the film Kill Bill? Yeah. Which is the yellow truck. He had swapped that for the car at the beginning of Dazed and Confused, but I'd never seen Dazed and Confused. Oh, and he so went on this big like... rant about how great the big the white charger is. And I, and I was like, I can't add into this, so I'm going oh, to save no. face and leave. 
Can you just give us oh, a flavour no. of that rant in the Quentin voice? Because I just Oh, wait, feel... you know, I had the pussy wagon would go out for pancakes, and in the morning, the only car I really wanted was the white charger, which was from Dazed and Confused. So, hey, I said, why don't we swap it? OJ, where are you going? <laughs> I need oh, to not just... In the excitement, the, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to think what he sounds like. The only thing I can think of is when like he's that. no, but, but that was almost a bit Al Pacino. Like I just what? What are you doing? You know yeah, that kind of yeah. like kind of. But it's that bit in the Pulp Fiction where he calls those guys dorks, and he's just like you're dorks. He's got quite nerdy, weird. God, well, he is nerdy. I see. I can't do it. He, he is looks. Nerd. He looks a bit like Jules. He's a bit nerdy. He does look a bit. Um, like so, so on your Radio Two show at night, it like fills me with dread every time because you have, you, you have a feature called Shift Face. Yeah, man, Shift right. Face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh dear. And I, cr- it like makes me smile and laugh every time because I do a lot of driving up, up and down the motorway listening. Um, I th- always think it's a bit weird that I should text you. Oh, I love it. You I'm send me voice notes, you. which I sometimes I play do, out. Straight out of my I phone. do send you, do send you voice notes, but it's um. Mate, have you ever said shit face? No. Has it ever come but out? But I worry about saying no, because now I've said no, and I'll do the feature tonight, I will legitimately <laughs> get it wrong. Shift face. Quick. Shift face. Quick. Yeah, and we, face. And we have sub features just to try and wind it up a bit more, which is for forklift's sake. That's if somebody's driving a forklift, <laughs> they have to call it. Oh it listen, it gets random at night. It's the beauty of, you say I broadcast to the UK. The weird thing is, though, yes, I am. The midnight till three to what is, and it, I feel it is proper public service broadcasting because people who work nights tend to be isolated. They don't really have a lot of service. So it's, it's a fabulous show to do. The audience is wonderful. But I always forget we get a lot of expats listening who are in Australia or America where I'm their breakfast show. So there's me going on about shift face and for forklift's sake and playing yeah. songs which can be a little on the edge at times. And f- people are texting going, uh, yeah, I just had my kids in the car and you said gimp. Uh, I've now got to explain to them what that means. <laughs> of which, if you ever get into trouble, it is a, it's a programming language, gimp is. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very good. Oh, well yeah, done. Good. Come on, we're at the top. Lift the bar up. Let's go. Let's go. We're going to we're going to the right here. Get off to the right. Get off to the right. Uh, have you ever fallen off? <laughs> no, but I've jumped off a couple of times. Yeah, I, I've been. I've fallen off the top hundreds yeah. of times. Do you know? I, I, as I went, I went to see if I could remember how to um, to snowboard. I went to the Chill Factory recently. Uh, I had to use the <laughs> button lift, and there was nothing fun about being a snowboarder on the button lift. Especially not oh, for the first nothing. time in a while. No, nothing at all. No, they are not designed for snowboarders. Anybody been in the hospital, Tim, with a button lift, sort of their nuts trapped Pinched, in the side of one of yes. those? No, but I do know a girl. I do know a girl that slipped. That I do know a girl that slipped yes. in the lift queue yes. and landed on her the JJ on a high back, which at the time high backs were going through a phase where they were locked vertical and upright. Um, and she did herself some quite nasty damage. She <gasps> had to go and have stitches. Oh, Slope yeah. injury. Okay. Yeah, just There's the, not uh... too many in Avoria's lift, button lifts. So you'll be all right. Yeah, yeah you'll be fine. I will avoid yeah. them anyway. I'll walk yeah. up. I'll just carry my board up. <laughs> On that note. Right, right let's go. go. Sorry, yeah. We're off, we're off, we're off. Get off, get off. Here we go. I'm off, I'm off. <laughs> We're at the top, OJ. We're at the top, and this is the part of the show we call Making Tracks. And I normally would write an intro at this point, but I've forgotten because I ran out of time. So what I'd appreciate from all of you, actually, is just, you know, pretend I've said something funny and just laugh. (laughs) 
God, excellent. Orator. Seriously. Do you know what? I, so, I feel like you should win a podcasting award. That that uh, yeah. was so good. Mm, that was I worthy did. of a podcasting award. I think you're right. <laughs> I'll, I'll just make sure that I change the bit I said before, otherwise it will sound yeah. really stupid. Okay. <laughs> um, so listen, you now have the chance to add three very... Well, I hope they're going to be good tracks onto our. Now I know you love your music; you absolutely froth over your music froth. as much as you do your snowboarding. <laughs> um, <laughs> these tracks will go onto our Apre podcast making tracks playlist on Spotify. Link to that in the show notes if you want to have a listen. Really good eclectic mix. So we want three songs from you. The first is getting ready. Okay. So how are you getting ready? Are you putting your boots on? Yeah. Are you doing eggs? Are you having a baguette? A what? what you know what are you oh, doing? Oh, I in thought the I, for a second I thought eggs was like a stretching thing that you pro snowboarders did. I, <laughs> are you doing eggs, eggs to make sure you're you doing good eggs? to go? <laughs> Um, so I get very overexcited. Now, I'm possibly going to be hungover because I'm away from home. You know, last orders, first lifts and all that. So I'm Correct. going to be overexcited. And, I, and I, I know when I'm about to go do something, I have to be calm. So I can't have any sort of music which is going to, which is going to get me overexcited. So I have chosen a song which is something that will, which will sort of trip me out slightly, will keep me there. And it is a track uh, called Baker Man by Laidback, which is the most wonderful track. I think they were from, if you've never heard it, it's great, great getting ready music. I would listen to that, and I would get all my stuff on. I put my crash pants on. I put my back thing on. I put my snowboarding trousers on. I've not worn for a decade, so I wouldn't do them all the way up because they now don't fit. And I definitely don't need a belt for them, uh, and I'd be ready to go with my absolutely outrageous snowboarding boots. Just imagine, Sam. I'm pulling on my crash pants. Am I wearing a base layer? Am I not wearing a <laughs> Probably won't need to. No, base layers are for losers. In fact, I'm going to go topless. I'm going to snowboard topless. Helmet on, I'll put, goggles I'll put a bit on. More in, but we, no, we can't. You know, rights reasons, innit? Oh, we can only play a little damn it, bit. I was but just it's, it's on our making tracks playlist, available on Spotify right now. Go and check it out. The Apre making tracks. It's on there. It has made the cut. Right, you're ready. You're done. You've got the bus up. You've driven. You've hiked. You've just you've just gone straight out of the chalet. Maybe your slope side. Um, you're on your way up the lift. Now, are you? Do, do you ride? This is the big question. Do you ride with music? You've kind of alluded to it a little bit there. That actually probably hypes you up too much. Mm, so I don't. I think I will ride with music this time. I never have in the past, but I think I will this time. And I thought long and hard about it. And what I've done is I've got into a farmer's helicopter. I've looked in with his 12 inches of gaffer-taped joystick. He has flown me to the top. We've gone up and over. We've gone around. Jenny Jones is in the back this time. We've got off yeah. at the top. And I was thinking, would I play a track? So I was thinking, and I have listened to this before. I had a mate who worked in Beaver Creek, and I was very lucky to fly out and sort of stay at his place and go to, like snowboard in Beaver Creek for a while. And it was great because he knew all the bottom of each of the runs where like the free champagne was, the free hot chocolate was, the free, oh, yeah. the free hot wine. yes. That's it was it was want. amazing. It was amazing, and um, uh, and I used to listen to the Beastie Boys because I thought that's what you should do, and you know I'm going to listen to Sabotage, and that's the way to go. But no, I decided to go for something chilled out, and then changed my mind and went something even more raucous than the Beastie Boys, and that is Motley Crue and Kickstart My Heart because it's oh. the sort of song where I'm hungover. Wow. I've luckily I've I've not vomited in the farmer's helicopter. I've got to the top. <laughs> you know, it's a bluebird day, the corduroys in front of me, my boots that smell slightly of the loft are strapped on, my board which hasn't been waxed in a decade is on my feet. And I think if you play Motley Crue Kickstart My Heart, when it gets going, you're like, Yeah, I can do anything. I'm gonna hurt myself and it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm sure that's on snowboard movies in some Oh, I did, absolutely. 
Mikey LeBlanc section yeah, in Kingpin. Well, oh, was it? Is, is it actually on a on a snowboarding yeah. thing? No, it wasn't Michael LeBlanc. It was Andrew because um, he did the the skit. He was playing all the instruments. God, what was his name? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my God! If I played this on the, my rundown, I'd just know. I'd I'd definitely hurt myself. I'd just oh, get I, too. Absolutely. I think it's the yeah. sort of song where it would. It would encourage me to do stuff I can't do. It would absolutely. Yeah. But I, I think yeah. sometimes you need that pure adrenaline, and that is the yeah. song that would do that to me. All right, Good. you survived the. You did survive the day, actually. Um, brilliant day. Bottomless powder turns yeah. all day. The back leg is burning. You've had a stellar day. Are you? I think we know the answer to this. Are you going for a beer? Go back and, uh, Am I going for a beer? All Last right. orders, first lift, baby. So you go for a beer, the apres rocking. This is the song that's playing as you walk into the bar. Okay. What is it? So it re- it reverts back to uh, me loving Board Stupid, and I remember because Board Stupid wasn't just about the snowboarding and the vibe and the crazy stuff they did. They also got loads of amazing acts out to the slope. Yes, and I remember it was one, and it's a band that I aren't remembered by a lot of people now. But back when I was into music, they soundtrack loads of my formative experiences. I remember listening to one of their songs the first time I got to go to America, and we we're going across God. Gate Bridge and it was dodging and I remember on board Stupid they played this song and they were there they had their yellow glasses on they were obviously at a chalet or a bar and it was the most amazing moment and it's the sort of song that possibly isn't known by a lot of people but you can just imagine as you said your back legs hurting you're a bit sweaty you go in you chuck your helmet down you chuck your back your, your, your coat off and dodgy melodies will haunt you. It's just the sort of song where you're all arms round each other, ready for the day, ready for the night. Yeah, yeah. Do you know this one? I don't recognise the name. It's just you can Im- you can imagine dodgy being there, playing this live as you walked in, and everyone's dodgy. I remember dodgy. And do you know what? You described it so perfectly because they were in a chalet, weren't they? Yeah. They were in a chalet and they used to, you know, they the cut balconies. to outside. Yeah, yeah. And it was they that. And it's, and it's not necessarily, you know, is it the right song for our prayer? I don't care. Because it's just, it is my memory of why I wanted to go snowboarding. Yeah, but it kind of is because you come down and you're not necessarily straight into it like that. It's like that kind of pace, isn't it? Yeah. It's, and then maybe it, like two it, hours later, it's... it's that it's is the song but... in the movie though, isn't it? Where it's like... Um, it is people sort of walking in, hey, yeah, it's you. And they're all sort of like putting their arms around one another and kind of going, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. It's good. I love Dodgy, but I, it's if it's good enough for you, I don't actually know what the track is called, but that song. Oh, it's called Good it's, Enough. It is called Good Enough. If it's good enough. My uh, father-in-law sings, if it's good enough for you, it's good enough for him, it's good enough for Steve, it's good enough for Sue, it's good enough. I just Who is Steve a load of names. You know them. You know, he doesn't know. He just <laughs> sings and sings. Your apre is going to be... Um, do you know what they've got now in Morzine? They've got a folly, a folly <gasps> douche. I love that. Like, the first time I went to folly douche, I went to You're... the one in Val, and that was possibly the last boarding trip I went on, and <laughs> someone had told me about it, and I was like, that can't exist. That sounds ridiculous. And then yeah. I was sort of snowboarding yeah. down the last few turns. And you know when you get close to a festival and all you can hear <laughs> you is the You can bass, hear it, the thud. <laughs> the thud. Yeah. And I got there, and, and I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And just to make it even more amazing, Graham Bell was on a table with his top off. <laughs> I said, serious. He was. And I was like, and there was like loads of girls who obviously are wearing all the snowboarding kit, but had got the lift up. And they were like in their furry boots with their champagne bottles as the, the bottles went overhead full of stuff. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. And I bought one beer and it was 17 euros for a, yeah. for a Corona. I was like, right. <laughs> 
Okay, I might bring a hip flask next time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my I'm god, just... I'm surprised you didn't have more clothes off than that. Do we have a sauna? We can. Why oh, don't we can do that yeah. if you like? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why, why we, uh... I, yeah. I did an esports job recently, and there was a sauna, and we had nightly saunas, and it was wonderful. And I, there was a there was a Lithuanian who was working with us, who was just like the ultimate sauna person, and they were like absolutely hammering it. And I'd have like a load of beers and go in the sauna, and I kept forgetting to drink water afterwards, and I'd wake oh. up like like the Samiad, the, like the Samiad or one of the people out of Cocoon, you know, where I was just like, please, sir. Just, and, then, and I'd re-expand again through the day, ready to get back in the sauna. So let's do that. Listen, we all smell like, we all smell like raclette. Let's get in the sauna. Yeah, let's make it worth. Well, that was an, a thoroughly enjoyable day, I must say, on the hill. Thank you so much. Thanks, OJ. What a pleasure okay, to have you along. Thanks for inviting me. Liz, I, I wanted to go snowboarding again. The fact you've taken me out to your wonderfully appointed, your wonderfully appointed chalet has been great. So thank you. Uh, I know you've got a sauna. So shall we maybe yeah. strip down and go in? And are we going to do it as Europeans or as English people? As in Ooh. underpants or no underpants? Oh. Absolutely, um, as English. I'm going to be an English <laughs> lady doing that. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go English as well. Why not? Yeah. Whatever, Ollie, you'll get your whap out. Of hey, no, you don't want to see to it. Honestly, sauna. it's got duct tape on it. Um, OJ, do have an amazing brilliant. time when you go away to Morzine. It's going to be brilliant. And actually, just to go back to the apres, a friend of mine and uh, Jenny's, Joel, plays apres in uh, the Cavern Bar, um, and. We're gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna message him and see if he's around yeah, and see if man. he's playing because he has been off. I've seen him there this season, but I will. Um, it, you, you could definitely. There's a chance you could hear that dodgy track oh. played there. Mate, if I, if I walk in, amazing requests, didn't he, Jen? Remember? Yeah, great. And I, I've just also, if you're suggesting things, I think here we go. Go to the microbrewery Beckjohn or Beckjohn Yellowbird, and also there's really good food at a place called Hideout. Um, they okay. do really good food. This is just for like in the evening. But anyway, yeah, Joel is at the cavern. Whether he's you... still at the cavern, you might want to check that. But yeah. But do go to the cavern bar. Go and see um, the guys behind the bar. Go and ask for Russ. And when you see him, say, uh, Tim Ward says hello. And can you buy him a shot from me, please? Yeah, so you want me to buy Russ a shot from you? Yes, please. You got it. What shot? What is the shot of the Morzine? What should I be drinking? Which... Well, but if you buy him a shot, you'll get about nine in return. Listen, that's, yeah. the, sort of, that's the sort of investment I like. I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Cheers, OJ. Uh, OJ, take care. Have an amazing time. And uh, thanks for thanks for coming by the chalet. Thanks for Thank having you. me. I, I mean, it's been a decade since I went boarding, so I'm going to use my old terminology. Uh, stay radabonical, yeah? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> See you, OJ! <laughs> Bye! Bye! That's it for another week of the Apre. Woo! Sure is, but we'll be back next week or 10 days, like Ollie said at the start. Pretty uh, pretty loose, isn't it? Yeah. In the meantime, though, we would love to hear from you. So get in touch with us with any of those stories, mountain stories, thoughts, or anything else you feel like uh, you want us to know or that we should know. Uh, you can do that with an email. What is the email? It is theaprepod at gmail.com. The Apropod. The Apropod. That's right, isn't it, Ollie? Why is he laughing yeah, at me? No, I actually is. got it no, right. I was just laughing because you were like, <laughs> yeah, but you were like, what is it? And it was like, you know, I, no, no, it's great. I, it was, it, I was it. like doing that look up in my brain to sort of remember it. Um, Looking up at anyway, the brain. We read them all, but I mean, Ollie reads them all, don't you, Ollie? I read them. Uh, very attentively, yes, Jenny. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, or alternatively, give us a follow over on the old Instagram. 
at the Apre Pod. Uh, and you can also leave us the voice notes in there as well. You just record them straight into the DMs. No messing around. Then we can get your lovely little voices on the podcast, can't we? Because yes, we like those, don't I we? I love yeah, them. And can, it's um, cool. Can, can, either of you, can either of you just add as well that, you know, people should subscribe and leave a review? <gasps> Stop it. They're already subscribed. Do you know what I want people to do? Can you just take a screen grab, if you're listening on your mobile device, take a screen grab and just upload it to your Instagram story, tell your friends, share the love, uh, because that helps us to grow the podcast as well. So thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. Leave a review. I'm excited for that. Let's see some of Ollie? I used to do a podcast with Gendel, and we used to do the... um, have we had a review left and it became a thing where basically we, we have had we have had reviews can we say bye though because i need a big bye no no i'm going to read out the review i've quickly. got to go i am t- i'm 12 minutes late i'm gonna get my head kicked in uh, last podcast was from james bird it says funny entertaining with great updates and guests each week from around the world of winter sports yay see you all next week bye bye bye, bye.